Sukada fed. The last thing we're discussing was a sukkah that is not ten tefachim high, is not a kosher sukkah. And the proof is that the Shekhinah never came down lower than ten tefachim because the Shekhinah has to stay in the Shemaim, and Shemaim is more than ten tefachim high. And Moshe Eliyahu never went up more than ten tefachim to speak to Kadosh Baruch Hu. And we understood from that a partition, a wall, has to be at least ten tefachim high. And with that, we are starting Daf Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says Velo Yarda. So the Gemara is going to ask on Rabbi Yossi, who said that the Shekhinah never went lower than four tefachim. Velo Yarda Shekhinah lemata. Well, you tell me that the Shekhinah never went lower. And you see the Shekhinah went lower than, four, uh, than ten tefachim from the ground. So my answer is, It came down, but it was above ten tefachim. The Shekhinah is going to come and so to speak stand on Harazetim and again the Gemara answers It's above 10 Tfahim So now the Gemara asks again Wait a second Moshe went up to the Shemaim So the Gemara answers now it was Moshe reached almost up to the Shemaim 10 Tfahim less than the Shemaim Eliyahu went up in a whirlwind up to the Shemaim. So again, it was under 10 from the Shemaim. But the Gemara asks, what are you talking about? And what does that mean? Moshe was grabbing. What does Parshez mean? That Hashem spread from his glow, from his Shekhinah, and his cloud on top of Moshe. It means he was right there. And the Gemara answers, no, it was He was almost by the Shemaim, he was 10 Tefahim away. But the Gemara says, but He was grabbing, he was holding onto the chair. So the Gemara answers, Hashem made that chair go down until lower than 10 tefah from the Shemaim. Then Moshe grabbed it. Moshe wasn't up there in the Shemaim. So now let's go back. To, we learned that the Aaron is 9 tefahim. The kaport is, uh, is 1 tefah. The cover. I understand how the Aaron is 9 tefahim. The length was two and a half ama, the width was an ama and a half, and it was an ama and a half going up. And ama is six tefahim, so ama and a half, nine tefahim fits in beautifully. Ella, kaporet tefah minalan. How do we know that the kaporet, the cover of the Aaron, was a tefah? So the Gemara explains that Taner Bihanina, Kola Kelim Shalsam Moshe, Natna Bain Torah, Midat Orkam, Midat Rahban, Midat Komatan. Anything that Moshe made in the Mishkan, the Torah said, make the width, length, the height, they gave an exact number. Kaporet, but the, the but the cover of the Aaron, Midat Orkam, Midat Rahban, Natna, said the length and width, however, Midat Komatalon, Natna. It didn't tell me how high it has to be. And if that's the case, go learn from the smallest keli. By the shulchan, it says make a border, a rim around it. That's a tefah, and the same way that border rim is a tefah, same thing by the kaporet, it's also tefah thickness. 
So Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, why learn from the rim, the border? Why don't you learn from actual kelim? Maybe the same size as a shulchan, maybe the same size as a uh, aron. So Gemara explains, tafasta tafasta. If you're grabbing too much, you're not going to grab nothing. It's going to drop at the end. So meaning to say it's the size of a shulchan, aron, that's already too much. However, tafasta, tafasta. So if you're grabbing something small, it's easier to handle. Now, venelif Mitzitz, why don't you learn from the tzitz? Why learn it from the border rim? Why don't you learn it from the tzitz, the forehead band that the Kohen Gadol used to wear? The Tanya tzitz, Tome, Kemin, Taz, Shazav. The tzitz was like a gold plate. Verahav Shetetzbaot, and it had a width of two uh, fingers. Umukaf Meozna, and it goes from one year to the other. Vechatuv Alav Sheteshitin, and there was two lines on it. Yod He Milmala, Hashem's name on the top line. Vekodesh Lamed Milmat, and it says Kodesh and Lamed on the bottom. So instead of saying Kodesh La Hashem, it would say Hashem and Kodesh Lamed, and it's a machlok exactly how it was uh, put together. The bottom line is Vamari Bili Ezer, Revio Si, Anirayitiv. I saw it Beromi in the in, in Rome. The Khatuva Allah Kodesh Lashem Bishitahad and says Kodesh Lashem in one line. But bottom line is you see it's only two fingers size. So why don't we just learn from there? So the Gemara explains now Danin Keli Mikliv and Danin Keli Mitakshit. And we learn a Keli, the Kaporet, from the border rim of of the of the table, which was a Klisharet. And we're not gonna learn uh, the the size of the kaporet from an ornament. It's an ornament. The tzitz is just uh, you know something nice that he wears. So the Gemara says, Why don't we learn the thickness of the kaporet from the crown that went around the aron and on the mizbeach and on the table? The amar mor zer mashu. All has to be that crown has to be just any size. And that's the smallest thing. And you remember, not saying tafasta meruba, and this is tafasta, the smallest amount, and it works, and it fits in perfect. So the Gemara explains again, danin keli mikeli, ben danin keli mehechsher keli. We learn a keli from an actual keli, and we're not going to learn a keli, like the kaporet over here, from an extra thing on the keli. Hechsher keli is just an extra, just a decoration. It's nothing serious. So Gemara says, if that's the case, misgeret nami, that border that we're learning from, it's an extra, it's not part of the table. So what are we learning it? So the Gemara explains, not that border, that rim around the table was towards the bottom and it was helping keep that uh, table standing. Okay. Okay, that works great according to the one who says that border was on the bottom of the table helping it stand. But according to the rabbi who says, that the border, that rim was going around on top, what's he going to say? Where are we going to learn that the thickness of the kaporet from the border? You have the same problem. It's an extra, it's a decoration. It's nothing, it's not a real keli. So the Gemara answers, rather, we're going to learn the kaporet, where the Torah gave us measurements with length, for the Torah, and we're going to learn it. And we're going to learn it from something the Misgeret that Torah gave us a measurement, which is that the width is the Tefah. And don't bring me the seats and the crown that the Torah never mentioned any measurements. Now, the Gemara is going to bring another source 
to why how they know that the kaporet was a tefach thick. Rav Huna Amar Mehacha. He learns it from as follows. Al peneha kaporet kedma. The kohen is going to spray or throw the blood with his finger toward the kaporet, but the east side of the kaporet. Ve'en panim. He has the word pene. So al pene and ve'en panim pachot mitefach. Panim has to be a tefach. Human beings face has to be a tefach. The grass says, how'd you get the tefah? Maybe it's the size of the face of this huge big bird that's much bigger than a tefah. And again, the Gemara answers, Tafasta merubah lo tafasta. If you try to grab too much, you're not going to grab. Tafasta mu'at tafasta. If you try to grab a little bit, you'll grab. So the Gemara says, Ve'ema ke'apedetzipata. Maybe it's the face of a little tiny bird. It's much smaller than a tefah. The Gemara answers, Amar v'chabra Yaakov, Rav Pene pene kamar. Rehuna had a gzira shava. Pene pene. Ketiv hacha el pene a kaporet. Over here it says the word pene by kaporet. Uchtiv hatam by the bracha of Yitzhak Yaakov. Me'et pene Yitzhak Aviv. So we see the word pene is talking about a human. Human first we know. Smaller is tefah. The Gemara says, V'nelef mipanim shamala. Why don't we learn from the face of a malach? Uchtiv kirot pene Elohim batretzeni. And we should learn Gizra Shava Pene that the Pene should be the size of the face of an angel. The command says again, Tafasta Mirubalo Tafasta. If you're grabbing too much, you're not gonna grab Tafasta Mu'at Tafasta. But if you grab something small, you grab. Okay, Venelef Mikru. Once you learn from one of the Kerubim, which was smaller than a Tefah, Dechtiv Ela Kaporet Yu Pene Kerubim. Kerubim will be by the Kaporet area. So you see the word Pene by Kerubim, and they're small. And the Gemara answers, Amar Bahaba Yaakov, We have a Kabbalah in our hands, a tradition in our hands, and Pene Keruvim, Pechotim Tefah. That the face of the Keruvim in the Mishkan, Bet Amigdash, was the size of a Tefah, so your question doesn't even begin. And the Gemara adds, Viravun Anami, he also, he learns Exashava, Mehacha Gamir, from the Pene Pene, from the Keruvim themselves, and not from the Bracha by Yitzhak. Okay, umay keruv. What does keruv mean? Amar biyavu kerabia a baby. Sheken bebabel korin linuka rabia in bebel they call it baby rabia. Amar le abaye abaye tells biyavu ela meata lichtiv penei had penei keruv penei sheni penei adam. One uh, one keruv had a face of a baby. The other one had a face of a human being. Well, the chora haynu keruv haynu adam isn't the same thing. Keruv is a human being, no? So the gemara says now aper abreve apezutre. One was a big face, one was a small face. The bottom line is we see that the kaporet was a tefah, big. And the Gemara says, How do you, okay, you want to compare that. You want to say, okay, together the Aaron is 10 tefahim. How do you want to compare that to sukkah and say, how do you know that by sukkah, it's 10 tefahim of airspace in the sukkah, not including the thickness of the schach on top. Maybe like by the Aaron, that we're talking about 10 tefahim high, including that thickness of the of the schach. So you could have 8 tefahim of open space and 2 tefahim of schach on top, and that will count also. So we're stuck with that problem. You can't learn from the Aaron and Kaporet. Rather, let's learn it. Let's learn it from the Beta Migdash Shlomo built. 
שישים אמה אורכו, את סיקסטי אמות לונג ועשרים רוחבו טוויינטי ווט ושלושים אמה קומתו and thirty going up. וכתיב, and it says over there, קומת הקירוב האחד עשר באמה. שלמה made two big קירובים, not including the ones that were there from the משכן, and these were, these were huge, and they were like ten אמות big. וכתיב, and it says, קומת הקירוב האחד עשר באמה, each one was ten אמה, וכן הקירוב השני, the same thing, the other one, ותניה. מה מצינו בבית עולמים? What do we see in the Beit HaMikdash? קירובים בשליש הבית הן עומדים. The קירובים were standing high that they took up a third of the height of the Beit HaMikdash. And really, if that's the case, משכן נמי, we could say by the משכן, קירובים בשליש הבית הן עומדים. That the קירובים were standing a third high of the height of the משכן. And משכן כמה והבטול was the משכן, עשרה אמות הן אמות. נכתיב עשר אמות אורך הקרש, each beam was ten אמותיי, כמה הוו, how much is ten אמות, שיטין פושחץ, sixty תפחים, תלתה כמה הוו, what's a third of sixty, עשרים פושחץ, טועני תפח, דל עשרה דרון, take ten away for the ארון וכפורת, פשוטי, what are you left with? עשרה, ten, וכתיב היו קרובים פורסי כנפיים למעלה שוכחים בכנפיהם על הכפורת. And we see that the Kerovim had their wings spread up over the Kaporet. And you see, Kariyara Hamana Sechacha. The Torah called it Sechacha Sochechin, like a Sukkah, Lemala Me'asara. So you see it was above 10, and therefore Sukkah has to be 10. The Gemara says, wait a second. Mimai degadfinu ila verashayu. What makes you say that the wings of the Kerovim were above their head? Maybe it was exactly by their head. And you solve the same problem that it's not a ten of uh, open space. So Amar Abaha Bar Yaakov says, It has to be above. Okay, if that's the case, Maybe it's really, really high and you have maybe 12, 15 tefah. Does it say that these wings were lemala lemala? It's just one lemala, a little bit above, and that's it. So you have ten open space of ten tefachim, and then on top of that you have the wings, and same thing with the sukkah. Okay. Now, this works perfectly according to Bimir, who said all the amot that the Mishkan was built with were built with medium-sized amot. At different points and different times for different reasons, there was three different types of amot. One was a six tefah, one was five tefah, the one was five tefah and a half a finger. So there was different sizes, different things. But bottom line is, according to Rabbi Meir, they were medium. That works great. But according to Rabbi Uda, who said that when we're talking about the actual building, it was a six tefah. When we were talking about the Kelim, Hamisha was actually five. Michael, how is he going to explain ten tefahim? Let's see a second. Aaron v'chaporet kama havelu. How much is the Aaron and the kaporet all together? Temanyahu falgar only comes out to be eight and a half. Remember, it says ama v'chetzi. So ama would be five. Chetzi would be two and a half. That's uh, seven and a half plus one for the kaporet. That's eight and a half. You're missing 11 and a half tefahim all the way up to get to that 20 tefah mark. Remember, it's 16, you have to get to 20. So you're missing 11 and a half. So you'd have to say that the Kirovim were 11 and a half. And if that's the case, maybe a sukkah 
has to have an open area that's 11 and a half tefah tall. Ela, now we have to come up with a different answer. Ela Rabbi Yehuda. He learns it. There's nothing to explain. Why? The shiurin, the size of a kezait, what are you allowed to eat, dates, all that type of stuff. Hatitzav, something blocks on a person's body when he goes to the mikveh. Umhitzin, a mechitzin is a mechitza, a wall. All the halachot of a wall when it comes to Ayruv, when it comes to Shabbat, when it comes to Sukkah, all these things are halacha the Moshe Messinai and same idea of Yibesukkah. It's halacha Moshe Messinai, ten tefah. But before the Gemara could go on, it asks a big question. What are you talking about? How can you say it's halacha the Moshe Messinai? It's shorin midoraitin. You know, it's from the pasuk straight up. Dichtiv. We know the famous pasuk. Eretz chita seola gefen tenav rimon eretz zet shemet vash. And what do we learn from that pasuk? Ve'amar of Hanin kol a pasuk azeh. The Shi'urin Neymar, the entire Pasuk was talking about the size of Shi'urin. And we'll see all that tomorrow. But bottom line is, how could you say it's Halakha Moshe Misinai when the Shi'urin were really from the Pasuk? And we'll stop right here. We'll continue with the question tomorrow. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.